Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. November 25th, 2021. Nope. It is February. Clam chowder versus chili. Expensive sugar. Upholding the law by limiting the impact of your effort. And an awesome person from Houston. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hello. And hello. We are live. Yeah. Right now. Not, there's no countdown. No countdown? Oh, no. great. Okay. No. I'll try to do my if best. If you were going to pick your nose or do anything at this point, it's too late. Okay. I should have put on lipstick. I did not. It's okay. Thank you. You have nice lips. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. I do feel more comfortable when I'm wearing lipstick. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, what day is it? It's February the 9th. No, it's November. No, my notes are messed up and that's why I did that. I cannot figure out for the life of me why I typed literally in my notes that it's November 25th. I want to live where you live. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to go back in COVID time. We don't need to prolong it any longer. That's right. um, it is February 25th, in fact. In the year 2021. Yeah, not 2001. Right. Believe it or not, right. still not 2001. Yeah. We have two magnificent things to celebrate today. Let's hear it. They share, in fact, this national day. Uh, both of them. It's not regional. It's not uh, whatever else. It's national. National. This is clam chowder. Okay. And chili. Sounds good. I'd eat both. I'd eat both in the same meal. I'm, I'm not going to, listen, I'm not dumping them in the same bowl okay, and mixing almost, it up like, Err. I almost threw up yeah, thinking about don't that. Do that. In the same meal, though, like the clam yeah. chowder is your fish course, and then later you have some chili. Yeah, mix it up. Have one of them as appetizer today, and the other as main course, and swap it up tomorrow. That's fine. I love clam chowder. I feel like we have a total dearth of legit clam chowder in our part of the country. It's true. I, in fact was visiting with our oldest daughter before you arrived home for this recording and said to her, and I often say things like this because I'm probably not a very good parent, mm. I said, damn it, man, mm. if we had any any real representation of clams here, I would make a clam chowder tomorrow. Mm. But it'd be more like a clum chowder. I don't know. It would be disgusting. Yep. Um, I apologize. I forgot to turn off notifications, so we just got a notification. Yeah, this could get interesting. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, hopefully, it's just a little ping. Hopefully, it keeps going and it turns into a group text because I love those. <laughs> There's only one thing you love more than people using emojis in their text to you, and that's a good group text. Right. 
you have been known to hide. Yeah, silence them out, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I've got one. No offense, I don't think anybody who's in this group chat listens or no. group text listens to this show anyway. Yeah. I've literally had it silenced. I think we're going on six months. Mm-hmm. Same one. It amps yeah. up. It amps up every week on Thursday, which is what we're. No, no, on Wednesday. Yeah. Sorry, which is when we are recording for the yeah. Thursday show because it references a, a weekly Thursday event. But yeah, it gets tedious. Yes. It's like, look, half the questions that you guys are trying to answer were rhetorical. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I get agitated. It's better for the friendships involved if you just leave it on silent and just it really is. Poke your head in whenever you need to weigh in or whatever. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, can we talk about chili for a second? We can. We should. You It'd be make, responsible to. I think so. You make a great chili. Thank you. I believe that. It's true. I won't even throw out false humility. I believe that I make a damn good chili. You absolutely do. Um, we, in this part of the country generally, and definitely in our family, are a no-beans chili situation. Right. right. No beans. It's not chili, then. What is it? It's... Bean soup with ground beef. Yeah, it's bean, <laughs> bean soup with some meat flavoring. What are your some of, some of your favorite things to do to up the chili game? Thank you for asking. I enjoy... We haven't... I was going to say I enjoy ground beef and... But then I was going to say we also just recently discovered hamburger that is... What was it? Stew ground? It was actually chili, chili ground. Yeah, chili meat. So it's a much, yeah. much bigger... Oh, yeah. Yeah, coarser thing. And I'm eager to try that. But even without it, I do like to have a very healthy amount of hamburger. I always like to go way overboard on the meat because you're here for chili, not for soup. Mm, right, right, right. Two right. different things. Yes. You need enough... You need enough liquid that if you're a cornbread person or yeah. other things that you got something to sop up with your cornbread. Um, and that is an official term, sopping. Yeah. Uh, it's an art, in fact. It is. I once had a solo artist exhibit in South Georgia. It was all sopping pieces. Mm, feel skeptical about this. It's probably not true. In any event, I love then also to include stew meat or some type of non-ground meat, Mm -hmm. muscle meat that has been cut into bite-sized pieces to help bring heartiness to it. You want a hearty chili. Yep. Me hearties. I love to put espresso in there as some of the fluid that everything simmers in. I love to put bourbon in there as well. And then amongst the many different seasonings that I include there is no small amount of cocoa. Yes, and it's so good. It really brings a different dynamic to it. Yes. When we lived in a small town here in Oklahoma before we moved to Oklahoma City, we had some friends, a couple that we were friends with. He introduced, the, the man of the yeah, family, yeah. introduced me to topping your chili with mustard. Which seemed preposterous in the moment, but we tried it. Yes. We had them over for dinner. We were having chili. He was like, y'all got any mustard? And we were like, "Mm, why though? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we tried it. It was so good. Really good. Between, if you had to pick between chili on Fritos or chili with cornbread, you couldn't have both. You had to pick one or the other. Which would you pick? I know that there's probably a lot of people in my in my past that would hate me for saying this, I would go with the Fritos. I knew it. It is the correct answer. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want those little baby fingernail sized Fritos. <laughs> I want the scoops. <laughs> scoops. In fact, rather than putting them in it, I often like to use a scoop as a disposable spoon. That's why they make every like bite. That. Yes. It's delightful. So if we were going to top our chili that we poured over some either, it's in a bowl yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Doing. Okay, so I like a mustard, maybe a little sour cream. Yep, a little sour cream. Do you, how do you feel about a diced onion with the chili? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. White or, well, white. Really, my, my absolute preference is a sweet onion. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, sweet Vidalia. So we, some, a lot of people would call that, not just weed, a lot of people would call that like a Frito chili pie. Mm-hmm. But can I tell you one thing? I also... You can. 
between the two. You I have full permission. Thank you. Thank you for giving me permission mm -hmm. to talk. <laughs> between the two, when pressed, I also would pick Fritos. However, your Aunt Judy, oh my gosh. rest in peace, fantastic cook. She made and then passed around to the family the recipe for a jalapeno cheese cornbread. Yeah. That was literally, literally the best cornbread I've ever had. And I've yeah. never had anything that good since. It was so good that if you had it with chili, you would really want a bowl of cornbread with like a few <laughs> tablespoons of chili on it. Yes. That's how good it was. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have the recipe still? I don't think I do. Great. No. I don't even know where it would be. All the people right now threw their phones. I know. They ripped out their earbuds and they threw their phones. I know who would have it. And then people are in your family that would have it. Okay. Well, it's your choice if that's where you want to go. Okay. Choose your own adventure. Indeed. Um, okay. So clam chowder and chili. What yes. a day. Yeah. I don't want to eat them together, but suit yourself. Well, hey. you'd, you'd separate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. have one and then you'd have some relaxing conversation and then go into the other. Okay. No, I actually could see that. Although I'm personally, I have had enough bowls of chili in one sitting that you could say I had a four to five course meal and it was all chili. <laughs> yes. That sounds so good. Um, Hey, 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 if it's your birthday today, mm. you do share it with guess what? This 16th amendment Yay. to the U S constitution, sexy town. Indeed. Uh, 16th Amendment, not actually one of the sexier amendments. Yeah. It permitted federal income tax. Boo! It had to happen sometime. No, well, it didn't no, have to. I mean, that's true. It this was the to. this was one of the earlier failures of our country. Oh dear. How well, okay, that's another discussion for another day. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> hey, but for real though, if it is your birthday, you do share it with one Ms. Rashida Jones. Famous actress, amongst many other things, of course, known for her role as Anne Perkins on uh, Parks and Rec, also as the sort of unfortunately named Karen on, was it her character's name Karen? I don't know what her name was. On The Office? I, I always I? referred to her as Jim's girlfriend. Perhaps that's because I'm part of the patriarchy. I don't know. Am I having a stroke? I feel like her character's name was Karen. I can't remember. But then I'm like, have I just been so brainwashed to be anti-Karen by our culture that I can't remember? I don't know. I will try to read slowly the next one if you want to try to look it up. Do you have your phone? I do have my phone, and I will look it up. But I, can I just say this about Rashida Jones? You may. Hey, you you can. Thank you. I don't know why I asked permission I so much. I don't know what's going on. Everybody probably has this image like, I know why Kyle's an abusive, oppressive prick. <laughs> We know from the Facebook groups. Yes. No. One of my very favorite episodes of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is his con conversation with Rashida Jones. I oh, know. I missed that one. It's a really good one. I know a lot of times people will hear podcasts or see interviews with celebrities and be like, I feel like we could be best friends. And that's really a trite sort of like over done thing to think about a, a celebrity. But when I listened to that episode, I was like, I truly, beyond all of her acting things and other documentaries that she's made, all of the things, I was like, I want to hang out with Rashida Jones. She sounds so yeah. laid back, so fun, so chill, but also so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she would be amazing to hang out with in, in real life. To me, and, and hey, what do I know? I'm, I'm willing to admit, I, I may be a complete buffoon. That's fine. Um, but to me, the most enjoyable comedic performers are those who are wildly intelligent. Yes. And so if you want to look at Parks and Rec, what's the what's the dumb dumb guy? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Mm -hmm. To me, he's about as entertaining as crap in your pants. <laughs> Just I yeah, I mean he's he's fine for a chuckle here and there, but it's to me it's the same kind of humor as the one-liners from the fifties. Yeah, it's like okay, but yeah, let's move on to where the real content is, and then you bring in, and again, I'm blanking in the moment, um, the beautiful man that is the boss. Uh, Rob Lowe. Yes, oh, Rob Lowe. Okay. Despite he's beautiful. Yeah. If I were ever gonna be friends with a man. 
Rob Lowe meets my criteria. Okay. He's a beautiful man. He really is. He's a gorgeous he is. man. He's, He's gifted there. But he is, if you've ever really participated in content from him outside of shows, he is truly an intellect. Very smart. And so I think that lends so deeply to his humor. I would guess um, Michael Scott mm -hmm. um, names. What's Steve Carell. Steve Carell. I would guess he is... Pretty sharp. Obviously, Conan O'Brien, yes. brilliant mind. Yes. Um, you know, just run through the list. I, I think it is most often, not always, but most often that the ones we most enjoy in comedy are the ones who are wildly intelligent. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it does not surprise me at all that you have looked at Rashida Jones and said, oh, I, we could have a lot of good conversations. Yes, totally. Totally. So happy birthday, Rashida Jones, and to all of the Awesome Today fam. We're celebrating today. Yes. Don't feel bad about the 16th Amendment. It's not your fault. Uh -huh. yes. All right. You're going to look up while I go yes. into 1920. So we are early mm -hmm. in the 20th century, mm -hmm. as it were. Mm -hmm. um, sugar trees are found in British Columbia, Canada, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty sure that's right. Yes. I'm not real familiar with Canada. In Canucks and all that, but no, I knew that. Um, sugar was discovered existing on Douglas fir trees. Uh-huh. Called sugar trees. Yeah. Now, this was a big deal because sugar... Now, I couldn't find if just sugar in general in the 1920s, I doubt sugar in general was this expensive, but definitively the sugar that was found on these trees sold for 66 dollars a pound that's a damn delicacy that's even to this day right let alone in the 1920s it's like, i can't afford to buy it but would you carry a plate by that i might sniff it as you pass <laughs> yes that's if you had a whole dessert made from that you'd go broke yes exactly all right i did find it. i did a little side goog Rashida Jones' character on The Office was named Karen, Karen Filippelli. Nice play, nice play. Nice, yes. Nicely played. Thank you for She's the all one. on this day in history turning 45. I was going to say 44. She's 44 right now, but so okay. tomorrow when, well, as when, you're listening, As the people listen friends, today. She's 45. Yeah. All right. This is a good one. I'm honestly pretty jealous that I gave this one to you. You are so generous to give this one to me. We're going to take a little trip back in time to 1930. Mm -hmm. There's a debate in Congress, and I know how you love a congressional debate. I love it because I hate it. It's like... <laughs> you love to hate Listen, we should wrap all of you people into a burlap bag, put some rocks in there, and drop it over the edge of the bridge, and whoever comes out alive, that's whose legislation gets supported. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's not that severe. You're I... I I joke, okay? I joke. I know you joke. You're hoping for an apocalyptic level of congressional debate. I would I would just I want to see what I desperately want to see in my lifetime is just somebody <laughs> that makes it to Capitol Hill that has morals and ethics and that they aren't compromised just through the sheer effort of existing and staying there and getting any say so. I just want to see somebody that's not a jackass that gets there and really impacts things for the world, honestly, because non it's not me flexing as an American. We shape global politics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in 1930, we weren't worried about the globe. We were worried about what happens right here in the United States. Which affects the globe, and especially this issue. Interesting. Well, let's talk about that here in a minute, But because the congressional debate that's happening is between mm -hmm. two... Parties, not the Republicans and the Democrats, and I don't even know if those were the main parties in 1930 I don't because know. I'm bad at politics. But this was between the wets and the dries. That's right. Which yeah. are you? Well, I think you know where I land on this. I do, but the people may not. Well, in this particular debate, this Irish lass over here is definitely wet. <laughs> How about you? I'm definitely a wet. Okay. Well, these were the names for whichever group you supported in the battle for or against prohibition. Yes. Wet being let the liquor flow. Let the liquor flow. The alcohol of any kind. Let yeah. it flow through the yeah. land. Whiskey River, take my mind. <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. The dries, of course, on the other side saying, no, stop up Whiskey River. Yes. Damn it up. Damn it up. Burn it. Burn it down. It's interrupting our Bible study, which we weren't attending anyway. <laughs> now, like many other things, one might argue that this wasn't a decision that should have, could have, would have been made by the federal government. I would be one of those. Hmm. Rather, it should have been up to states or even counties. Yes. But oh well. Now, at the time, in states where the wets were in control, that sounds absolutely pornographic to say, but here we are. Wow, you went there. Claims exist that the boats they purposely chose to use to enforce prohibition were just simply too slow to catch those old rum runner boats. Good, good, good planning. They're just like, oh, we're trying to obey the sorry. law. Look, we're, we're chasing. Oh, they got away. Gosh. Shit, they just... pulled right into my own boathouse. They're unloading into my house. Make <laughs> them stop. I can't catch up. We just have, we got canoes and that's all we could afford. We're just paddling through yeah. the bay on our yeah, canoes. We've got canoes and stir hands. We don't have paddles. <laughs> and my one hand hurts. I sprained my wrist right in legislation. <laughs> Now, conversely, as it turns out, states that were controlled by the dries had exceptionally fast patrol boats. They were able to keep a full schedule of planned raids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so this is super interesting. What I thought of when we were discussing this prior to recording is I was thinking about the, the thing that it, should it be up to states or even counties? Well, apparently, eventually it was. Because to a degree, yeah. You and I... Okies, uh, not by birth, but by raisin. Right. Not, not dried out. Not raisins, raisins, the fruit. Yeah, we were, we were raised. The delightful dried fruit that will help keep you regular. <laughs> most any, most every county I lived in growing up in Oklahoma was dry, which meant that you could not buy the devil, devil drink juice. called liquor by the drink. If you went out to eat... You, I can't remember. We you're, were just... you're, you're conflating several things all together. Okay. There, it was a multi-tiered system. Oh. In a true dry county, you could not purchase even beer. When you went out to a restaurant. No. Oh, true dry county, Anywhere. nothing. There's Anywhere. no beer at the gas station. There's right. no liquor store. Which nothing. begs the question, what the hell's the point of the gas station then? Oh, I guess we'll get gas. Blah. And a candy bar. And a candy of Snickers, because what else are you doing? Or something. Okay, you're right. I forgot. A yeah. true dry county. Truly right. dry. There's not, not a drop to be found, not even a 3.2 beer. Right. Then you had, you had counties that would allow, and it, it seemed to be by county, mm -hmm. they would allow 3.2 beer for Oklahoma, 3.2 beer at the gas station. You had a full-on liquor store. And they would have liquor. And you could get six-point beer there, but it could not be refrigerated. Right. And you could buy wine there. And you could buy wine. All the all the full gamut of things. Yes. At the official liquor store. Yes. Um, none of anything, none of it was available. I think at most, maybe you there was a time where you could get beer. But at one time, you could get nothing at a restaurant. Right. Then, on occasion, you could get beer. Maybe wine, depending on the alcohol content. But certainly no... No liquor in any format. Right. Mixed drink, straight, whatever. I feel like, and I don't know if there's anyone in Awesome Today fam who's going to know this very specific piece of trivia history. I feel like when you and I were, when when we went to school, we went to school in a small town in Oklahoma. Pontotoc County. Yep. I feel like when we were undergraduates. Mm-hmm. You, it wasn't totally dry. They had liquor stores. I know right. that much. Liquor stores you, you could get through at the gas station. station. Yeah. But the, around the year 2000, that Pontotoc County finally did approve liquor by the drink. And the reason I feel like that is because I feel like our church that we went to, Southern Baptist Church, oh, was yes. very anti. Openly. On open. Sundays, they were against it. Yes. The patrons of that church in their private time, they may have voted differently. Yeah. But publicly, public-facing, mm -hmm. anti-liquor by the drink. But I feel like it went ahead and passed. And then we yes. didn't live there much longer after that. But that you could then go to a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant, and get a margarita with yes, your fajitas. which we did. And it was delightful. Yes. This is 
down a real specific rabbit trail. I just find this fascinating. I find the whole era of prohibition fascinating. It's, all of it's bizarre. It is. It is. But it's like it's it's bizarre. But it's a fascinating moment in American history. The forces that were playing into it. And then, like you said, I had never even thought about this. But whether or not the United States was buying alcohol would have had a ripple effect on countries yes. outside of the U.S. Yes. And I'm honestly, because I'm now so jaded from all of my journeys through the energy industry, mm -hmm. and that spans a lot of things beyond electricity, um, yeah, to look around. So, so one of the conversations that went on in the Awesome Today Facebook group today, which if you're not a member there, come on over. It's it's pretty safe. It's super safe. It's mostly it's like safe. We're just hanging out, chatting yeah. about stuff. If anything bothers you, you can hit a button on your phone and the screen goes black and you're safe. <laughs> you don't have to look at it. Reset your phone, power it off, power it on. You'll never see it again. It's safe. Um, somebody, we, we had kind of gone down the path of uh, <laughs> ethanol, which is in our gasoline, but ethanol is also what's in, in booze, after all. Yeah. In any event, the we have an, an ethanol industry here, all of our ethanol coming from corn, mm -hmm. because we are huge corn producers. Um, in Brazil, ethanol production is a huge thing. Uh, in fact bigger and better even than what we do mm -hmm. and they make all of theirs from sugarcane mm -hmm. i can't remember why i traveled this path well we're talking about how that. like if the united states collectively yeah, federally yeah, yeah, coast yeah. to coast is not buying or allowing export in import in i'm sorry right import in it uh, does affect everyone yes it does affect everyone whether it is drinkable ethanol or in this case ethanol that goes in fuel yeah and, and what we did what we continue to do, I believe, I'm not as sure on that, but I know what we've done for decades to, because ethanol production from sugarcane is far cheaper than from corn. There's fewer steps required, mm. less expense, all of that, mm -hmm. is that we, for a long time, imposed between a 45 and 55 cent per gallon tariff oh. on ethanol from anywhere outside the borders, which allowed our our less efficient and more expensive ah. production to exist still. Okay. All right. Buy it for the gasoline. Drink it for your pleasure. <laughs> Just don't smoke. <laughs> it's the fumes. It's not the liquid. It's the fumes that ignite. Right? That's what I understand from uh, chemistry, science. Um, television. Yes. Something. All of it. I yes. do have one Dry County story. Oh, let's hear it. When I was early days, early days of coaching, um, we'd gone... I was at a very small university. We'd gone to play in Arkansas. Mm. And at the smaller universities, when you go somewhere to play, you don't get on a plane. No, no. You have a bus. You load that bus up. And then some of your staff travels extra in vans. Uh -huh. And I had been in a van. We got to the place we were going in Arkansas. Late, get to our hotel. Me and, because again, low... Small university equals low budget quite often. Absolutely. There were five of us staying in a hotel room, mm. two in each bed and a roll away for the coaches. <laughs> that's because, a, that's yeah. a lot of grown-ass men it crammed into lot, one hotel room. It's a lot of it's a lot of men in one place. <laughs> I don't I shudder to think of what the bathroom situation yeah. was. Who left? Pubes on the soap. Um, everybody raised their hand. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I know. I didn't like it. Yeah. In any event, we're, we'd finished up with our coaching responsibilities for the evening. It was around 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the evening. Yeah. And somebody suggested, hey, I could go for a beer right now. We had no idea we were in a dry ah, county. Ah, yeah. We thought, hey, we'll just run down to the local Quickie Mart. Do a little B double E double R U N. Yeah. We get there. We walk around the store, increasingly befuddled as we look through case after case and there was no beer. Yeah. And finally, somebody asked the person up front. And of course, they answered like we were the dumbasses. Uh, this is a dry county. And we're like, oh. What's it? Okay. Habit. No, we knew what it was. We were like, okay, weren't sure they still existed, but we've heard of them. Uh -huh. Where, where's the nearest wet county that we could go <laughs> to get a beer, ma'am? She gave us directions. We drove 
40 damn minutes. One way? One way. To get beer? To get, we bought a 30 pack. Well, I again, guess so. There's five of us. Yeah. And it's, again, it's 3.2 beer. It's literally like tap water with a LaCroix essence of alcohol <laughs> in it. It's LaCroix of beer. Yeah. <laughs> 40 minutes, we get a 30 pack. We don't, we're not, we're not hoodlums and irresponsible people. We don't drink all the way back or anything. Right. We wait. Yeah. We get back to the hotel. I think I had two beers. I don't think, we didn't, we drank like half of the 30 pack. We didn't even have all of it. Yeah. We go to sleep. Well, there's, that in and of itself is, is really the point of the story of the struggle of getting a drink. But I have some, I still have some personal anger. Oh, over this event. Man, this was decades ago. Okay. Here I am as a young coach, mm -hmm. right? Just yeah. trying, you're just trying to make your bones. Yeah. Trying to eke through, impress somebody enough to make a recommendation, give you a hire, all of that so that you can start to get paid more than yeah. well below minimum wage. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, and I won't share his full name, but there was a jackass named Jeremy. I have a hard time liking Jeremy's. I'm sure there's good ones out there, but he really spoiled it for the rest of you guys. We're we're all sleeping in there, and we had to be on the bus to leave, or in the vans, as it were, whatever, as a convoy. We were leaving at 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. the next morning. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I stirred in the morning. I stirred and it was like, oh, what time is it? This is pre-cell phones. This is before cell phones, yeah. not, let alone iPhones. Right. Yeah. All of that. And I, I managed to get a hold of my wristwatch and look at it. And it's 7.50. We're <gasps> supposed to be on the bus at 8. And the reason Sons I had stirred is because Jackass Jeremy was on his way out the front door, fully clothed, all of these bags, all of that. Didn't bother to wake anybody up. That's because rude. he was jockeying for the next available position to be hired into. And he was like, I'll make everybody else look bad. I'll be on time and be like, oh, I don't know what you guys do. Evidently, they all drove to a wet county and got shit-faced and they couldn't get up in time. I showed up. One minute late. Yeah. I showed up to the bus at 8.01, but understand in that world, no, you might as well have been an hour late. You might as well have missed everything entirely. It took months to climb out of that deficit. I can't remember who that was. You'll tell me later off camera. The Jeremy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you later. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. That was a wild ride. See what dry counties do to people. See and what they do? your job. Right? Indeed. And lack of cell phone alarms. Yeah. I mean, in hotels. Remember calling down to the front desk? Yeah. For wake up. Which I feel like we did. And I don't know what Jeremy did to prevent that from occurring. But somehow he magically got up on time. Yep. Took himself a nice, enjoyable shower, whatever the case may be. I don't know. I just know he looked well put together. And we all... We all looked like we tied one on. We hadn't. We just didn't have a chance to shower or brush our teeth or comb our hair or anything. It was, oh, I, to this day, if I ran across him, I'm not saying I'd start a fight because I'm beyond that in my age, but I'd, I'd give him an ugly look. <laughs> I'd give him the stink eye. Damn right. Both of them. Both eyes stink. What are you going to do, Jeremy? Jeremy. 
<laughs> we were more mad about the fact that he was right. We had, but we had not been caught, but we still got swatted for it. Can you even imagine if something like that happened today? <laughs> the newspapers would burn their own offices down. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time. Oh my gosh. Woo. That was a whole journey thanks to Britain being the last country in the yeah. Western Europe. To My ass this. hurts thinking about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, face hurts. That's why you were never in a fraternity, right? Right. I'd had enough swats. I didn't need yeah. more. All right. Well, this one is, we're going to take a real turn, you guys. Mm -hmm. Going away from spankings into some real, even darker territory. <laughs> yeah. Whew, 2005, a man named Dennis Rader is arrested. Now, if you are not deep in the true crime uh, culture like I am, that name may not ring a bell. But he was the serial killer known as BTK. BTK stands for Bind, Torture, Kill. Now, what it, it was his methodology. Oh, I know. Deeply heinous and terrible. Extremely, extremely disturbing stuff. It is not for an HSP to dig into, or even just like a regular person would probably be disturbed. That was my phone. You just dropped your phone. Falling to the floor. Now, would it surprise you or any of Awesome Today fam to know that links have been made between him and, guess what, MKUltra? Damn you, CIA. Damn, damn no. Damn no, CIA. You're messing people up with the MKUltra. Many, not many, more than a few, though, serial killers and people yeah. like Ted Kaczynski, who, is he technically a serial killer? I don't know. Mm, he, he, I feel only one or two people he's died, a, but he's, he's a serial all, offender. Yeah, so all the bombings yeah. connected to MKUltra, Charles Manson yep. connected to MKUltra. The list is long. The it's, list is yeah. long. Now, also, when it comes to Dennis Rader, the BTK killer, uh, it's claimed that he was a member of Yale's Skull and Bone Society. Yeah. That's a shock. Yeah, and that was before. That was before because it's it's eighty. No, I'm sorry, it's two thousand five. This is before really the big reveal of Skull and Bones was made. There, there's photo evidence of this, okay. both in terms of his. It was a uh, oh crap, night vision photo of his okay. initiation process. Oh wow, okay. Um, as well as some very heinous photos that he himself took using costume pieces from that event in his murders. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mm -hmm. soft to say that it's undeniable. Yeah. Yep. It's a very disturbing case. But the good thing is, the awesome thing is, he was arrested yeah. today yeah. in the end of that. Yes. 2009. It's not that long ago. Mm. It's not that long mm. ago. It's announced today, 2009, that over 750 arrests have been made, these stemming from a 21-month-long joint operation between Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. All right. All of the Americas, practically. And it was called Operation Accelerator, spelled honestly in, what, internet uh, gamer speak, X, the letter X, and then Accelerator. Yeah. Yeah, but that was what it was called. This was, uh, it served ultimately to damage and, and cripple the Sinaloa, which is Mexico, okay. drug cartel, okay. who at that time was in fact the biggest, or at least this is what the claims are in the flexing moments of photo taking. Sure. Uh, it had been the biggest organized crime threat in the U.S. at that time. Obviously leaking into Canada as well, or they wouldn't have cared. Well, yeah, exactly. Got all of North America up in yep. arms and doing something about it with Accelerator. That's a lot of arrests. Yeah. And I know it, it didn't, they didn't all happen in one day. Okay. It was over time, but that makes it even more impressive. Yeah. There, every once in a while, the government does something where I'll give them a nod. That's impressive that you could yank down 750 people over time Yeah. before the rest of whoever was able to hide and distance themselves. Who knows how many thousands, in fact, of people must have been involved because undoubtedly the bulk of them got away. Yeah. Fascinating. All right. For this next one, I feel like this is in the um, under the umbrella of 
trending or recent current events? Yes, it's been within this week. Okay. And I've, because we've had some, at least what I've felt like were more agitating conversations in past days, recognizing things that are messed up. Mm -hmm. I, I went very purposefully to find some more positive things. Okay. Well, then, because you found this, I, I can only assume that you do recall hearing the name Mattress Mac. You know I do. I, 2001 is the first time I heard me that Me too. Name. I know. We have a history here, especially mm -hmm. as it pertains to gallery furniture. Yes. The first collegiate bowl game that I participated in was held in Houston, played in the Astrodome. It's pretty awesome. Bunch of stuff. It was sponsored. It was the Gallery Furniture Bowl. Yep. That's sponsored right. by them. They got they got to name it because I think they gave almost, if not all, the money. Yep. Certainly the lion's share of it that would be the quote-unquote award to the two teams participating. I, that was so long. That was 20 years ago, I know. my friend. I, I know. Barely, I remember us being there. And my parents happened to live in Houston at the time. I remember them coming to the game. I just don't remember much about it. But I do remember, like, gallery furniture forever etched into my mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Mattress Mac of Gallery Furniture, he did do something that was pretty awesome yes, in the past did. week. Responding to the absolute chaos and mayhem and very painful, difficult circumstances that Texas had been dealing with. Uh, again, you, you mentioned we were in Houston for this. I think Gallery Furniture is like headquartered in, based out of Houston. Yeah, yeah, that's... Okay. That's, yeah. Well, he opened two of his Gallery Furniture locations as impromptu warming stations. Yeah. The people of Houston are completely unprepared. I know that they were having highs in Houston in the 20s. That's, yeah, that's unheard of, Completely right? unheard of. So he opened up a couple of his gallery furnitures as impromptu warming stations. He then served over 3,000 meals mm -hmm. to people who were needing to be fed. He provided overnight accommodations to more than 700 people so like right there the gallery furniture stores yes literally literally his his perspective was i have i have beds i have chairs i have stuff come on use mm, them so they're here great. on display try them out that's amazing yes. now if you are thinking well that's probably just good pr for him this is actually he has a history of doing things like this yeah so again back in 2005 he opened his doors to Hurricane Katrina victims. Um, we lived in San Marcos at the time. And so if you're not from that region, it may be hard to imagine this. But when Katrina hit and then a couple weeks later, Hurricane Rita followed after that, people were fleeing right. out of that part of the country well, into Texas and the right, surrounding yeah, states. Yeah, every, every, all of the Gulf states came through Texas, it feels like. Yeah. I'm sure some went the opposite direction, sure, but sure, there sure, was sure. massive traffic yeah. through Texas. So he opened his doors to Hurricane Katrina victims. Then in 2017, same thing, victims of Hurricane Harvey, which again had hit in the Houston area. He's quoted as saying, we've got lots of beds. Oh, you already said the quote. Lots of beds, lots of food. Yeah. We have water and even, hey, bring your pets. <laughs> Made me want to cry. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. Such a, a rare example of somebody who actually gives a shit about people. That's right. In a major way. He even did it again in response to Tropical Storm and Milda. So That was in 2019, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So hats off to you, Mattress Matt, yeah. and your generosity and using what you have been given, what you've created to bring relief to suffering for people. That is... Here's how convicting that is to me. When somebody goes... It's far beyond a point of show. Yeah. If you're doing things for show, hey, I guess great that people got helped, but you were a, you're a turd. Okay. Plainly, this isn't. It isn't a public flex for him. He right. cares about people. Yeah. And so, if we at any time in the future find ourselves in the the need to purchase a significant amount of furniture, mm -hmm. I will drive down. It's inconvenient. It's not fiscally responsible. Whatever. I'll drive down. I'll buy my stuff from one of his places. I will rent a U-Haul and drive it back. Wow. Okay. That's how That's how much I want to support people that are good. Yeah. Okay. I'm digging it. Um, I found a funny thing. Okay. 
it's it's I think it's beautiful, honestly. Um, so we recently discussed the challenge that we ourselves were facing and landing on a name for the new Jeep. Yes. And for those that missed the soft announcement, she is in fact Lolita Esperanza or Lola for short. Yes. And was it awesome Karen that had originally suggested Lolita? I think so. Yeah. I think that's who it was. Full full credit there. Um, now some people undoubtedly find this strange, but maybe not as uncommon as you might think. Okay. In Scotland, recently, um, and maybe before, but definitely recently, it has become a practice for the public to give names to the snowplows that keep their streets drivable. Okay. So, from December 23rd of this past year through January 23rd of this year, they held a contest for the purpose of finding names for the more than 50 snowplows that are constantly at work during inclement weather to keep everything good for them. Okay, this is amazing. Now, even further, each truck has been equipped with GPS and they've even developed an app so that you can look and see wherever your favorite truck might be. Okay. And I'll share a few of the names. All of the, I think all of them in some form or another are a bit of a pun oh, yeah. on an existing pun. something else. Buckle up, everyone. Puns ahead. Yes. They Puns have ahoy. Sleetwood Mac. Okay, good. Obviously a play off of Fleetwood Mac, mm-hmm. the band. Yes. Um, I, I discover they are fans of music, okay. of movies, of all the pop culture things. They're not, in fact, weirdos that don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. Whatever you may have thought about Scotland. I would never think Just that. because they like to drink doesn't mean they don't know what's happening in the world. Okay. Um, number two, Lord Coldemort. Ah, uh, instead of Lord Voldemort. Yeah. Okay. Little, little Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Um, Snowsholy Distance. <laughs> way to play. Way I appreciate like that it. one. Um, I know you'll like this one. You're a blizzard, Harry. <laughs> That's fantastic. I felt that, that was strong. Yep. You have William Wall Ice. Uh-huh. Of course, William Wallace being the yes, the um, 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 insurrectionist that's yes. fighting for freedom we know from Mel Gibson in yes. his movies, right? Mm-hmm. The Brainstone Plowboy. Wow, big nod to American culture there. A cut to the 70s of yes. Brainstone Cowboy. If you're a John Travolta fan, you know what that is most likely. Yeah. Um, if you, in fact, like Queen. And we do. Then you'll appreciate Spready Mercury. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. We have, for all the lead heads out there, those willing to get the lead out, you have Sled Zeppelin. Perfect, yes. For those who like royal history, you have Mary Queen of Salt. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Salt Disney. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, I didn't like that one as much, but it was fine. Um, appreciate that Sean Connery, the actor, yeah. is a Scot. Of course. They love him there. Sure. And because he was, yeah, I'm going to say it, hands down. The best James Bond character. Oh, dear. They've, they have shown their respect for him with the following three. Coldfinger, mm. rather than Goldfinger, right. the movie. Dr. Snow, right. as opposed to Dr. No. And License to Chill, as opposed to License to Kill. Well done, Scotland. Well done. I stand impressed and in awe. Those are some good punny snowplow names. It's definitely a way to bring some brightness to what you might be able to be drugged down into the gutters over. Yes, absolutely. So I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well. What time is it? It is time to whirl. Are you going to say it? Watch. Read. Listen. Lifestyle. It's still, it was an inadequate pause. Um, we're going to have to do some some practice runs on this off camera. Okay. I do have a watch. Uh, this is Nerd Alert. Hashtag Nerd Alert. That's fine. If you enjoy... And I deeply do thinking about ancient myth all the way up to more modern mythology and mythography. There's a little show that's on Netflix. I don't think it was created by Netflix. I'm sure it was on BBC or something else like that called Myths and Monsters. 
I've been watching it here and there, just grabbing an episode as I have time, sometimes before I fall asleep in the evening, if somebody falls asleep before me. But Myths and Monsters take some of the great themes of life, love, war, tragedy, uh, uh, wealth, and looks at those topics through the lens of mythology. And again, nice. we're talking all the way back to the ancient Greeks and Romans, ancient Norse myth, myths, up into much more modern era. And I just find it endlessly fascinating. And it's extremely soothing to me in the sense that people have been telling stories to help navigate the trials of the human experience since the beginning of humanity. And I just find that to be so powerful. And I think this particular show is really well done. Nice. I'll have to try to stay awake for it. It's very soothing to the point of sleep. Though, it is. It? It's hard. They've got, whoever it is that's talking, they have that yes. very documentary yes. voice. And you're just like, yeah, keep talking. I keep talking. <sighs> yeah. Well, I don't have any reads. I don't have any reads today. I've I've been exceptionally busy in the last handful of days and reading has not been a luxury that I have been afforded. I would agree with that. You and I are both kind of trying to dig out from under the uh, avalanche of things we were not able to get to last week. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. You're like, Oh, you work from home. Why couldn't you just work from home? Well, we can, but things, the, the people that we would interact with to get things done, they shut down. Yeah. And so we're in a little bit of a catch up mode. Yeah. No worries though. No worries. You have a listen, right? Yeah, speaking of the BTK killer, like I said, it's not really a story for the HSP. However, well, you say that, but then I got I got practically reprimanded to, for people like, look, I'm I'm an HSP and I love all that gory stuff. Yeah. Um it's true. Maybe it's fairer to say, I guess, based on the fact that my ass is still chapped from the spankings I got over that, that <laughs> HSP doesn't mean you can't handle true crime. That's true. That's fair. If you are more squeamish or if you just have like a specific sensitivity around, you don't like to read about torture and killing people. Yeah. Um, that's fine. But I will say one of my favorite true crime podcasts, because they do it in a comedic way, is True Crime Obsessed. I've mm -hmm. referenced them many times. Back in January, January 5th, in fact, they have an episode on the documentary. So what they do is they watch true crime documentaries and recap them in a funny way. So they covered BTK, A Killer Among Us. So that's the documentary about him. You could right. watch that. Or if you just want the funnier version, which what, what's funny about serial killers? I understand not everyone gets that Venn diagram of comedy and true crime. Right. That's fine. It's my particular flavor. It's not for everyone. But if you just want to hear a little bit more about the BTK killer and get their spin on it, then you can go back to that episode. I, I'm going to loosely fail here. Okay. Um, there is on Netflix right now, because I've watched it within the last three months, I know, oh, there's there's several true crime series mm -hmm. that, are, that are more from a, a fiction perspective, mm -hmm. but loosely tied to real events. And there is one of these that has several episodes of a season committed to traveling through Wichita, Kansas and surrounding area, which is where this occurred. I think it was Wichita. Was it Wichita? I think it is, yeah. Where BTK was active. Yeah. And it was really good. I suck. I can't remember the name of it, any of that. If any of you are screaming at your phone right now, mm -hmm. post it, even if it requires that you join, even just to immediately unjoin the Facebook group, post it there and share it so we can share that name of the, the, the show. I love the idea right now of someone in Austin today who's not even on Facebook. They're like, damn it, Kyle. And they're like, Shit. they have to sign I'm, up for Facebook. I'm in. I'm out. Oh, no. Nobody told me you can't get out of Facebook ever. <laughs> That's the truth. And you know it because you've tried more I than once. Tried. You can. You can. But it's... It's not easy. It's damn near impossible. Um, another listen, again, I'll say it again. Go listen to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Uh, Conan's interview with Rashida Jones is fantastic. Perfect. I don't know that I have a lifestyle thing to do. I don't think I do either. We're just trying to live this life. I can offer that after yesterday's, yesterday's recording, we were so inspired by all the talk <gasps> of nachos. Yes. That I made a special run to the grocery yes. store. We had... Nacho supremacy. Listen, yeah. 
Yeah, super grande nachos from Taco Bell. They fainted. Yes. When they saw or even heard about what was happening, they were aggressive. My word, they were aggressive. My entire composition, my gastrointestinal system is still letting me know, oh, those those were a big thing. I wondered why my tummy was so yeah. dicey today. I've been belching all day for no reason <laughs> other than what's left over from those. All right. I, I even took a picture. I'll put a picture in the group. You um, were supposed to do that already. I know. I forgot until mm. just now. Thanks for supporting Awesome today. I do would support you? Awesome today, would you? Yeah, you sure do. Okay. All right. Well, before we get into a, a real squall here. A real row. A real row? A <laughs> micro? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we'll probably cut it off here and just say have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Does your vehicle have a name? It probably should. Don't make it weird. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.